All right, welcome back to another episode of CMA Podcast. How is everybody doing? I am here once again with my partner in crime, Eva. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you, brother. Hope you are as well. How's life? Life is good, man. The sun is still shining, so we got nothing to complain about, you know? Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Yeah. Have you been, you've been a busy boy this week, right? You were away. I was on vacation. I was exploring Switzerland uh, without a certificate. You know, you need to carry something around to show the people that you are actually healthy or not sick, uh, which is a madness. So, um, you know, there's a situation going on in Switzerland where they want you to prove that you are healthy. I mean, how sick is that? Um, so I've been just hanging around with the folks who are mainly the same way as I am. Everybody wants to be in the sun. I was, you know, traveling Switzerland. It was awesome. It's good to see the different corners of Switzerland. So it was really amazing. I hope you had a great time as well. Yeah, man, it was good. Lucerne, we cannot complain when you live in a city like this, man. It is absolutely beautiful. Oh, my parents-in-law, they said, uh, you know, I told them like, oh, for me, every weekend is like a vacation. I can reset and restart in this. And they're from Ukraine, you know, so it's not a high income country and they are doctors so even being a doctor in ukraine uh you will get a pension that is ridiculous like 70 euros right so they told me it's easy to to have this kind of life when you are living in a country like switzerland with a high income right so it's not only the high income the quality here of life is amazing i mean you can Literally 37 minutes, I can reach four lakes, I can be in the mountains, I can go over the mountain to another place, to another canton. Uh, it's, it's just amazing. So it really yeah. is. I love it here, man. I don't think I'm ever going to leave. You know, whenever I'm in a bad mood, I just head down to the lake, get myself a beautiful, it's, fresh orange juice and a, and a gipfilly and just unwind. It's, it's amazing. I mean, it's like vacation. You can just reset every weekend. You can reset every yeah. minute. You can just walk down and just just do your stuff, right? Exactly. And if you want to prove you're healthy, just flex. That's my COVID certificate right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but there you go. But yeah, it's good to have you back, man. Um, we've got a busy, busy week of uh, fighting ahead of us, man. You, we got some awesome fights coming up and they're at regular time for Europeans. We love it. UFC 267. 267. There's a title fight, right? It's a light heavyweight, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, let's talk about that. It's going to be so exciting. Help me with the pronunciation. I always say Takshira. Teixeira, I think it is. It's Teixeira. like, uh, I cannot do the Brazilian accent, Teixeira, but uh, it's Teixeira. Yeah. I think the X is not an X. It's not Teixeira. That's yeah. at least what I hope. Uh, I speak a little bit of Spanish, so I'm assuming they are having the same pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those two guys, Jan Blachowicz, who is Polish, right? You have some oh, yeah. connections to Poland, I've heard. Um, so he's fighting. Who are you rooting for, Brazil or Poland? I'm sticking with Poland, man. I don't want to get kicked out of my apartment, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I understand. Well, I think yeah. uh, I'm going to stick with Poland as well. Yeah. Just uh, the different level of fighters, right? Yeah, I mean, let's break it down. I mean, I've, I've got a friend who's very close with uh, John Hackelman, Khalid on the podcast in Germany. You might have seen him before. Yeah. Um, but Tashira is, he's just, I think he's just too old to, to keep up with these new hungry guns. Um, you know, Blakovic, like he destroyed Izzy Adesanya. 
and his body of work in the 205 pound division is just he's just so aggressive like his punching power his boxing his footwork his head movement it all just works he's got good takedowns he's got great jiu-jitsu i mean the, the eastern europeans are known for their wrestling um when you add all that up unless tashira gets him down in a dominant position and smothers him for five rounds i don't see it going anywhere else except back to poland yeah, so in order to get him down, he needs to get close, and he's going to get a lot of punishment for that. He, Teixeira yeah. is known for being able to absorb a lot of damage, so let's see if he is um, learned some new tricks, let's put it that way, because I think that Blachowicz is not going to have a hard time um, controlling him, and then that smooth control become domination over time. This is my expectation, I'm guessing... Either it's going to be a decision because Teixeira has a chin like a, a horse, right? Or it's going to be a third round TKO for Blachowicz. So it's going to be yeah. a decision for Blachowicz. So win. that's my prediction. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to watching it, man. It's on in Abu Dhabi. So I think the, the main event should be um, maybe 7, 8 o'clock Swiss time. I okay. think the, the, the initial, the, the prelims are, are one there. Yeah, I don't know how the timeline is going to work actually because... It should be main event eight o'clock. I'm, I'm guessing eight o'clock. So I'm going to grab a beer. I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm going to watch it. Of course. Yeah. That's, that's just how I love, uh, I love my fights in my time zone, right? So even with the boxing, uh, we had uh, the fight we didn't speak about. Uh, we, maybe we can touch on that later on. But yeah, this, this is going to be fun. And you know, Dana White said uh, we're going to see more of Abu Dhabi because the certificates... Um, or actually vaccine restrictions to travel to the U.S. So, yeah, not going to happen, right? So I think they're going to lose on some revenue there, um, the U.S. Um, states. But Abu Dhabi is amazing. I mean, it's just mm -hmm. just cool. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to those shows. Yeah, fight so island. So who's next? Who, who, who else is fighting there? You know what? I don't even have it prepared. Let me see. I've got it's Jan. Peter Jan. Peter yeah, Yan yeah, yeah. versus Sandhagen. Yeah, that's going to be a nice one. Um, there should be another fight with Peter Yan, right? He, 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 I heard he was a champion and he lost really badly. Do you know the story? Yeah, he got... <laughs> look at your smile. Uh, he's the only guy to knock a guy out and lose his title. Now, it was, a, yeah. it was an illegal knee. Everybody knows it was illegal, but what's his name? Sterling just... He ran with that like a footballer. I don't know, man. It was a nasty one. Yeah. But in his defense, he's, he's, uh, Sterling is going through a, a surgery recovery now. And uh, you kind of feel bad for him because people are shitting on him a lot. And, you know. I mean, that title is not worth the Sterling, you know. So what yeah. can you say? But you yeah. Point? I, it's sad. It is sad. The joke. <laughs> yeah, I missed it. But I mean, what are you going to yeah. do? You, you got to like, you got to hit me with it. Yeah, sterling, you know, the, the sterling yeah, yeah, the US yeah. dollar currency. I got yeah. you. No, it's, um, it's, it, he didn't want to wait. I respect that. People putting themselves into these kind of situations are, in my opinion, should get rewarded for that risk, right? Because he is the legit title contender, right? So he needs to fight sterling for the title. So now taking new challenges, he's... I mean, just jeopardizing the whole situation. I think UFC should reward these kind of people because they don't want they want they, they want to stay active, right? So it's a risk. You can lose. It's still MMA. You can get a lucky punch and you can decrease your value 
although you are a title contender. So it's it's just a crazy situation to me. Yeah, that it's going to be said, interesting. I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly. It is. I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, then we got Makachev versus Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker coming back with a quick turnaround. And Makachev is, you know, he's Khabib's protege. Like, that's going to be an interesting one. A brawler it's, versus Dan Hooker. I don't know. It's it's a stupid move from Dan Hooker. I'm so sorry to say that. Yeah. First of all, he is freshly off the fight. So even the smallest, you know, damage on the brain will affect the fights. Um, number one. Number two, it's uh, we're talking about the Dagestani fighter again, who is just going to smother him, right? Even though everybody expecting Dan mm -hmm. Hooker having a chance, we know where this is going to end. So which direction this is going to go? Um Still, he puts himself in a situation where he might not see his family because now he cannot travel back, right? Because of the lockdown and so on. Yeah, it's just a crazy situation. I wouldn't have done it if I would be Dan. Uh, picking smart fights, yes, but that I don't know. I'm questioning people who are fighting back to back um, under a month, right? It's under a month from his last yeah, fight, pretty much. So, and that was a very stressful time as well because he didn't know he was going to get to the US. He had visa issues right up until like four days before the fight. So insane. Yeah, and I think his opponent had the visa issues as well in Berlin. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So it's Nazar. I think it's so sad because his mom passed away and then he couldn't, you know, he was, for that guy, it was really stressful because Dan Hooker just had ease of issues. The other guy has ease of issues. His mom passed away and it's just amazing. So this whole situation is just, I mean, making me really angry about this fucking COVID. Um, yeah. That being said, let's see. I'm looking forward to that fight. So what will he bring? I mean, it's so fresh. You don't have time to develop a new game plan, right? So he will know what he's going to. So everybody knows what, what, what Dan Hooker's plan will be. So, Yeah, it'd be interesting to see proper striker versus grappler. I love Dan Hooker's fight versus um, Dustin, Dustin Poirier. I mean, just a brawl. And that's the way he's going to have to go probably in this one. Yeah, you, you're not going to really have the takedown defense to stop what's going to come at him. So he's just going to have to catch him coming in. Um, but yeah, classic striker versus grappler. I, I love those. I love those matchups. Uh, and then the one I'm really looking forward to, uh, Ozdemir versus, how do you pronounce this? Ankalaviv. 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 It's insane. It. Yeah. A-N-K-L-A-L-E-A-V. Ankalaev, Ankalaev, yeah, it's uh, Magomed Ankalaev, yeah, and Volkan Özdemir. So our Swiss fighter, um, yeah. I know him personally. Haven't been in contact with him for a long time. He was living in Florida, obviously, and he's in the, in the French-speaking part of Switzerland still. Neuchâtel, Neuchâtel, yeah, that's right. So I'm not sure how this is going to end. I've, I, I don't know too much about the other fighter. I know that um, Volkan has been having some setbacks i mean he was mm -hmm. challenging for the title right so we are we are we are we are looking at a really good fighter so i'm really hoping that he was able to adjust um his game plan uh he went back to switzerland to train i don't know what that is about um he used to train at american top team correct in florida yeah so there let's see it's going to be an interesting fight i'm going to root for him anyway that's just yeah. what i'm going to do it's the thing about UFC and especially MMA in general, right? Is you come in, you burst in on the scene, your first three fights in the UFC. You get these, I'm not talking about Ostomir now, I'm just talking generally. 
Yeah. You, you get the limelight for three fights and all of a sudden, new title contender and he's fighting for the title. And there's that whole pressure, the media week, the weight cuts, the pressure of fighting a champion. And you look at boxing over the years where they have you go gradually. Your first 20 fights, you get a 20 and 0 record. You get, tw- you. You, know, you know, that's the way they, they call it padding your record. But at the end of the day, it's not. It's getting you ready for that pressure. You know, for the bigger stage, right? You're stepping up from a small stage to bigger to bigger. Imagine going from a show where there's like a strength and honor championship from Switzerland, having max 5,000 people watching it, right? Yeah. And now you are on the spot with 60, 70,000 people in the avenue, a million or two watching the pay-per-view, right? Yeah. And people are just throwing you in. Like, I mean, think about this. I love the way that this... Um, clown with his uh hair uh is saying he's not gonna fight top 15 fighters because it's not on his contract and we have another guy who just patty pimbleton entered and he said the same he said why should i not take easy fights for that little amount of money so why would Mm -hmm. you jump into big fights without renegotiating your contract um this is not my decision this is always the manager's decision of the fighter but i would question wouldn't you rather fight the title contender fight the being your last fight on the contract and then go into negotiation for the title fight it gives you a completely different value and basically when you challenge for the title being a new contract you will, you're going to have what 200k 150 300k and that's going to determine the fights after that so yeah yeah i love it it's correctly we, from top we went down to a first fight on the on the main card right so yeah nothing but, uh, fa- not taking away anything from him but i'm just thinking would have been maybe better ways to to manage this yeah and you're fighting dc as well like daniel cormier like one of the greatest 205ers to ever do it and uh or was that 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 wasn't heavyweight that was 205 right yeah that was 205 205 because i also met him personally in aka in san jose when i was training there so yeah did i ever tell you i ever tell you the story about how i almost fought ozdemir uh nope (laughs) what (laughs) i know Uh, this is a funny story i'm not going to spruce it up um i did a jujitsu competition when i arrived in switzerland like three months into being a a swiss resident um so it was summer 2012 right and we went up to sion in the mountains in the french part and uh you know beautiful place absolutely stunning views and stuff Uh, I literally got sunburnt on the way there. I was just like new, fresh Irish skin in Swiss summers. Um, So we go and I'm completely sunburnt. So being on the mats with sunburn is not a good idea. Um, So I got caught in a guillotine in my set. I won the first one, won the second one. And then the third one, I think it was the semifinal. uh, I lost to a guy. I got caught in a horrible guillotine from uh, Mount and well, I tapped more to the sunburn pain yeah. on the mat. It was awful. Uh, but the guy who tapped me out with that guillotine uh, went on to fight Ozdemir in the final. And it was like absolute. So the weight division was not there. Yeah. Um, and I just, you just see this block of muscle just, and I, you know, the guy who I lost to, he was awesome. He was like super strong, very technical. But then I see the final. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the guy I, I tapped to. And I never knew who Ostomir was. And this just 
smothering blanket of wrestling just comes in and takes yeah. out the guy I, I lost to. So I was like, ah, that, that day could have gone a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had him uh, at my events in Switzerland doing grappling <clears throat> events. He was there and I think he was a blue belt or at least we put him in a blue belt division and he was fighting a black belt and it was just smothering, you know. So yeah. that was a, that's how I met him actually the first time. Um, yeah, and then he went on to the UFC. I have so many people that uh, I've met before they became UFC fighters. There's uh, this friend of mine in Copenhagen. Uh, who was also fighting in the light heavyweight division. Um, so it's so funny how you can see people developing, right, uh, where they were just kids standing next to you and talking to you, and you see yeah. in the UFC fighting and competing. It's Crazy. Jo Joachim Christensen, so he's from Denmark. He has his own academy. Yeah. So funny. It's, I just didn't imagine that, you know, you see all, the, all these people fighting in the UFC. There you go, man. And then coming cool. out of the UFC, you've got Mike Perry. Now, Mike Perry, if anybody doesn't know who he is, is a little bit of a loud-mouthed drunk on the streets. And, he, you know, he, he fought out his UFC contract. I don't think Dana during the week was pretty uh, quiet with, with, with what he said about him. But he's like, his, his contract expired and we didn't renew. And then you see he's coming out to sign with Bare Knuckle Boxing. Uh, I think you might have said this is the retirement home for MMA fighters. Fighters. It's a retirement plan. Basically, when uh, you come out of the UFC and you have a name to it, you can still go there and sell the name, right? Yeah. It's either Bellator, uh, it's either bare knuckle fights or whatever. So I've heard today that he wished him well, Dana White, uh, and he said, yeah, that might be the right place for him. Uh, maybe he can, uh, you know... Somebody can fix, fix his brain with some punches to it. Um, let's see. But Mike Perry's a dangerous guy. I mean, he's a, he's a UFC fighter. He's a huge guy, and he's drunk, and he's just going to take the fight, and that's it. So, yeah. bare knuckle fight. I'm, I'm wondering if his girlfriend is going to corner him as well there. So, this is going to be an interesting one. Yeah, that, that, that whole situation is super strange because they're fighting. They're not fighting. They're in bars picking on old guys, just like our Irish friend, Jesus, Connor. Yeah. Connor likes that. Then he's, he's off. 2-0 now. He's out of UFC. 3-0, I call it, but people are tending to 2-0. Why well, he missed the other guy. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, yeah. he missed it. He didn't have the reach on him. Fuck, I don't want to talk to talk about Connor. God damn it. But he did, Ooh. apparently. Connor, the, the guy who beats up um, the, the DJ in Italy or ah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Did he again? Wow. Another guy, That's yeah. so nice. That guy is amazing. He just wants to punch people in the face. Yeah, he should join an organization. Didn't he, didn't he say want to kill a guy in a in a cage? I mean, how sick are you actually? I want to kill one of you these days. I mean, he's gonna break his other leg or arm. I mean, the karma is just waiting for that kind of bullshit yeah. to happen to him. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's a shame. I don't know. I'm I'm really ashamed for his wife. But um, yeah, that's yeah. enough of Connor for today. I don't want to talk about Connor anymore, man. Good. I was yeah. I was advised, oh, hey, you I, should you should reach out and get Connor on your podcast. I'm like absolutely the fuck not yeah no not gonna happen no not gonna happen um sure not look gonna end uh, well as well as we're talking about connor we may as well talk about john jones uh john jones has completely denied any of the allegations that he previously admitted to yeah he just woke up and basically was arrested and he didn't know what's con conspiracy right his kids just conspired against him with his mom 
yeah. this guy's so delusional. I mean, I just ignore him. I think I got blocked by him, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh, I don't see any news on John Jones anymore. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen because now the debate is, does he lose his job? Does he, is he allowed to fight with the UFC anymore? But there was a guy last week in a domestic violence charge and he got his contract completely ripped up. Money talks, man. So I don't know. They're probably just going to say, John, don't do it again. Again. It's really bad for you. Yeah. Don't I don't do know, it. man. No, rep no repercussions and he just gets no. away with everything. And if he loses his job, you know, they'll rip up his contract and he'll just go somewhere else and make a fortune that way. So... Well, it's, you know, if you think about it, it's better not to let him fight and have him on the contract. Just like Joe St. Pierre, he can't do shit. He can't do nothing. He's just caught up in that contract, right? So, John Jones, I, I think it's the best. Just keep the contract and say, fuck you, and they're not going to fight. Yeah. We don't have, we don't, he can fight transgenders. It's coming close to women, right? So he can beat up women legally. Um, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. Do we do we leave don't this in or do us, we? Please, don't, we're gonna no, we're gonna e we're just that. gonna have a disclaimer at the beginning of that. People trying to cancel Dave Chappelle, right, for the transgender. So I'm just saying there is a legal way for John Jones to beat up women. Go fight transgender fighters, and that's gonna be it. Go get that um, weightlifting guy from New Zealand and just smack him up. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's a solution. rant over. <laughs> <laughs> rant is over. I love it. Uh, but what else? I mean, in relation to uh, UFC, so we have, not a lot happening. Yeah, right? we, we, we have Nate Diaz on his last fight, right? Yeah. So he is looking to fight or he is going to get released and join bare knuckle fights. That's well, that would be the, the speculation. But I think from a more credible, that would be a good plan to do it because he's a very good boxer. He's black belt in jiu-jitsu, but his boxing is... Yeah. sublime right um, but the speculation is that he's not going to renew and from a credible source like Chael Sonnen who's got people on the inside uh, yeah. they're basically saying hey there's an opportunity to fight Jake Paul and make a truckload yeah. of cash so rather than uh, you know tease with free agency go to another organization or re-sign with the UFC for 12 fights fight six of them and then retire why not just fight out your contract with UFC fight Jake Paul one time make and go back 50 million bucks and then just retire on a beach with your kid so the thing with uh, have you heard the news that they've been accused of fixing the fights right so they will pay the fighter official 1 million to fight him and then another bunch of money outside of the ring to lose so what I would like to see next is um, the older Paul Logan Paul fighting Anderson Silva without fixing the fight, right? And then we should see uh, Jake Paul fighting somebody. Um, and I think it's not Tyson's Fury brother that wants to fight him. You, you've been on holidays. Have, you're not up to speed on what's happening, right? I'm not, no. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to jump out of your seat. I hope you don't because you got a good set of headphones on. Okay. There's a fight announcement this week that you may have missed. What? Logan Paul's fighting Mike Tyson. But I thought that's a joke. I saw that and I was like, no, it's not going to happen. This is just so he's going to fight Mike Tyson. So yeah. listen, is this going to be the same bullshit as we saw with Floyd Mayweather? No. So I'm I'm thinking Mike Tyson was fighting. Uh, who was he fighting? Holyfield. Fight? Was he? That was like a, this. Oh, no, 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 no. Jesus. Roy Jones Jr. 
Yeah, exactly. So that was a good boxer versus a great boxer, right? So are we going to see now Logan Paul destroyed? Ah, that's a good topic to talk about. Of course I saw it. I just yes. deleted it out of my mind because I thought it's not relevant, right? So, okay. Good, 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 good. No, Mike Tyson destroys him, right? He He's going to go for him and he's going to take his head off. So there's no joking around with Mike Tyson. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not sure he can fix that fight. I don't think that Mike Tyson is going to sell his legacy to this uh, punk, you know, uh, for decent amount of money. I just doubt it. What do you think? It wouldn't surprise me if those guys were fixing fights, um, and it wouldn't be necessarily. I don't know. Would you call it illegal if there's an if there's a contract unless there's it's gambling not, on it? It's not illegal because it's not um, sanctioned by WBO. Or mm-hmm. WBC, right? It's just a show fight, and that's what right. they do. Their fights are not sanctioned by a, a legal body. Because I always go back to the uh, interview I saw back in, I think it was the '90s. I saw it like a couple of years ago, but it's an interview from the '90s where Vince McMahon uh, d- declined to jump in and purchase UFC around the same time uh, Dana remember. and the Fertitas decided to do that. Um, they said, you know, it's a great idea, would probably make a lot of money, but you can't control the outcome. You can't control the stars. In yeah. WWE, you can control whatever you want. Uh, Ronda Rousey, classic example. It was, everything was fantastic until she got kicked in the face by Holly. Uh, John, when Connor lost to Nate, everyone was just like, what? Like the Undertaker. True. When the Undertaker lost at WrestleMania the first time, like when the streak was broken by Brock, you know, you've got, the control and in in MMA it's not controlled uh, with boxing there's fixing of the boxing fights back in the day which were all caught and are all illegal and that's fine uh, but these are exhibitions run by these money yeah. makers from YouTube it wouldn't surprise me if they were fixing fights if it was a legal contract if it was an agreement for a set of money if there's no essentially gambling on it but with Vegas I guess Anything can happen. Um, wow, that's a good yeah, point. But yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise would me. I so disappointed, really. I just want to see those guys knocked out. Not going to happen. It's going to be a draw or some bullshit. It's like, oh, draw is going to be 5 million. And if I knock you out, it's going to be 50 million. And Mike Tyson is going to say, ah, oh, give me the five for the draw. I mean, we cannot have a draw. He had a draw against the Mayweather, so that's embarrassing enough. Was it a loss? I don't know. It was not even a... I, I don't think there was a winner declared, right? I don't know. I don't think Floyd put his record on the on the. On no, the line he didn't. There. No, 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 no. It was just a show fight. And there you go. So that's, that's what we should do. That's what we should do, man. A city martial arts. We should fix fights. Of course, but that's you. There is topology, right? And I'm on Twitter, and on topology, they are um, they are changing a bunch of fights to show fights. So there's uh, people pampering up their records, right? where they will fight the same, three different people will fight the same guy in the same night. So they're finding out about these things and they're just canceling those fights. Oh yeah, it's wow. it's not a joke. When you have mobster money floating around, when you have gambling, it's, you know, you just have a, you have a guy. I mean, if you look at, um, we go into the GOAT discussion now. And if you look at the combined record of the opponents from Khabib compared to George St. Pierre, when he was fighting them, George St. Pierre wins. Because yeah. all of these guys were on winning streaks and having, you know, the combined less losses than Khabib's. So when you compare these kind of records, you can settle this discussion 
because even if you think uh, short sand, this gold discussion, right, is for me crazy because you cannot say the pride Fedor is not as good as Daniel Comia today. You cannot say that because the sport evaluated from the point where you started, right? You said, oh, I need to acquire grappling. It's better. Um, and now you have hybrids, kids growing up with MMA, with uh, kickboxing, you know, equally good. So you cannot compare somebody uh, 10 years down the line now to Fedor from the yeah. past because at that time he was the greatest. So it's about who was the competition? What was the kind of competition? So there's a lot of aspects going into this. I lost my point, but yeah, George St. Pierre, um, Khabib. Yeah. Goal discussion. I don't know, man. It's a strange one because it's, it's so subjective. Like no one's got the right answer. You could make your good case either way. Um, like who's, who's Tyson Fury versus uh, Muhammad Ali? You know, you're never going to yeah, know. True. You could make that argument subjectively speaking, but I don't know, man. That's for let's another say day. We have, let, let's say, yeah, okay. That's for another day. Let's you're like, I'm about to make a point. No, fuck it. No, 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 it's good. Tyson Fury, by the way, we didn't speak about that fight a little bit late, but still masterpiece. Um, yeah. Slow count. What do you think? Here's the thing. Two points on that, right? It's not a 10 second count. Yeah. It's a referee 10 count. So it's not like, I mean, it should be close to 10 seconds. It should be like one, two, three. And like you get up to 10 and then it's over. Here's the problem. Everyone who's a Deontay Wilder fan is complaining about that. If you look at the video, Deontay Wilder did not go to a neutral corner until eight, nine of those seconds had elapsed. You knock the guy down, you see the great guys, Roy Jones Jr., Muhammad Ali, all they the great run. guys. They run right to the corner so that the referee doesn't need to push him in the corner and he can get right to the counting. But Deontay was flexing. He was looking out into the crowd. He had to be pushed into the corner. Eight or nine of those seconds had elapsed. So yeah. when people complain about it, they got to really know what they're talking about before they start to look stupid. I thought that... Deontay Wilder received a slow count. I was really upset. I was like, what right. is this? It's like, one, are you okay? It's all good, brother. Oh, Two, right. hey, how's your mom doing? Three, <laughs> you know? And I was like saying to the people I was watching, was like, this is a slow count. I didn't even realize that. Because to me, as you said correctly, until Wilder is not in his corner, I'm not going to start to count, right? Yeah. So you cannot put that blame on the referee. He did this job. You need to push him back. That's the rules. Start to count. I didn't even realize that somebody could think he received a slow count. I did, however, think that Wilder received a slow count. Also, And I was okay. like, wait, am I missing something? Of course, fanboys. But being a judge and point judge, I look at fights differently, right? I look when the situation starts. The, the, the referee has the situation under control. Now it starts, right? And he did his count. So to me, it would never occur to think about, yeah, but he knocked him down. He didn't start to count immediately. This is not a, this is not a race. You need to make sure the fight is in neutral corner. There's a reason for that, right? And then you start to count. Yeah. So, yeah, weird thing. But still, nice knockout. Great fight. Are we going to see a fourth? Hopefully not. Jesus, That's no. Just trash. It's just like, why don't you just, you know, drag him and beat him up on the street? I mean, Wilder's not going to win. He's going to literally lose 10 out of 10. Yeah. 
There you go, you, man. And I told you, and I said you cannot, you cannot catch up on technique, you cannot catch up on boxing, you just cannot, you know, catch up on on something like that. Yeah. What else? I think that's good, man. I think that's enough. I think our fans are sick of hearing of us today. So, um, right. but yeah, City Martial Arts, man, we are kicking ass outside in the cold. You got to come to training some evening, my man. Yeah, when I'm not busy with meetings, I will be there kicking some ass. Absolutely. Well, what, but let's see about we can move that indoors, and I'm gonna be for sure there. Yeah. So we we were talking off air, everybody, about our plans for the next couple of weeks, and we're gonna come at you with some news hopefully soon. So stay yeah, with us. Absolutely. Uh, it was a pleasure. Well, for right now, I mean, it's always a pleasure talking to you, bro. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But for right now, we're training outside. Anybody who's listening to our voices today, if you are a previous member, if you quit boxing, if you decided you don't want to train with us anymore, if you're a current member or if you're someone just listening to us thinking, hey, there's a gym opportunity here, come, come back training with us. Come training with us outside right now. Uh, it's not snowy. It's not minus figures. We're, we arrive cold. We get a good warm-up. We do some great technique. We do some good sparring if you want to do sparring. And we all leave hugging and high-fiving. It's great. No COVID certs required. Cool. Sounds awesome. awesome. Uh, guys, hit the subscribe button. Make sure that you give us at least a like or a thumbs down or a comment with some feedback, a rate and review on iPod or iPod. Apple Podcasts, iPod, oh man, so Spotify, old. iPod. I have an iPod. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Any final yeah, words? A, like, um, follow, tell your friends, and comment about topics you would like to see us uh, or hear us rant about. So that would be amazing. Yeah, just no Conor McGregor, no John Jones, no steroids. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. <laughs> All right, my man. Thank you very much for joining me once again. It was a pleasure and I look forward to talking to you again, sir. Same, brother. Looking forward. Have fun. Have a good awesome. week. Kicking in some music. All right. All right.